Well, good morning. As Lee said, my name is Jeff McMahon. Uh, married to my beautiful bride, Tara. We've been married 15 years. Wave, Tara. And uh, we have three boys, Landon, Brody, and Knox. They're 12, 10, and 8, and so we live in chaos. Um, my story begins, I grew up in Camelsville. I was very blessed to have two very strong Christian parents. Uh, Mom was a Sunday school teacher. Dad was a deacon. And we were that family that every time they unlocked the door, we were, we were the first ones there. So was very blessed to grow up in a Christian home and um, gave my life to Christ at the age of seven. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a Sunday night, and my dad was tucking me in bed, and I began to ask some questions. Instead of dad leading me to Christ, he bundles me up, throws me in the truck, and takes me to the preacher's house. And so... My dad, myself, and the preacher uh, sat around the, his uh, kitchen table, and I got saved uh, at the preacher's house. Um, was very blessed, as I said, to grow up in a Christian home, and uh, had pretty typical childhood uh, up until, I'd say, high school. I got into high school, I kind of turned away from my faith, decided that I wanted to be popular and do everything the popular kids did, so... It didn't take very long before I was a pretty disgusting individual. I had a foul mouth, uh, did things that I'm ashamed of. And the, the, probably the lowest point came in college. Uh, I was a sophomore and I was rushing a fraternity. And Thursday nights were the big party night at Eastern. And I get a phone call from two of my fraternity brothers. They said, hey, we're coming to pick you up and we're going to go out. So they come and pick me up, and we're driving. He, one of the driver had a Jeep, had the top down. It was like a September night, gorgeous out. And I'm riding in the back of this Jeep, and I look up as we're going down Main Street, and I see the top of a steeple. And it was a white cross. It was all lit up. And instantly I had fear. Uh, and I said a little prayer. I said, God, I know I'm not in your will, and I'm sorry. Would you protect me? So later on, we went to the bar, and we closed the bar down, and the three of us came kind of stumbling out, and by the grace of God, a girl that I was talking to at the time saw us. She offered to give me a ride, so I ended up riding home. She dropped me off, and the other two guys never made it, never made it home. They, um, there was a, there was a wreck. Uh, the passenger was killed, and the driver spent his senior year in jail awaiting trial for vehicular manslaughter and there was no doubt that prayer saved my life there was no doubt the devil wanted me in that vehicle so I would love to say that you know from that day on I was on the straight and narrow uh, but it actually took uh, a woman my wife to bring me back to faith about a year later I met Tara and there was this instant connection with her it wasn't just she was beautiful or that she was fun to hang out with but she had what I needed. And she brought me back to, to my faith. Um, so I, I thank her for that. I would not be the man I am without her. So Blake asked me to address a few questions. <clears throat> so what does my walk look like today? Um, man, I need God. I need God. Um, the flesh is weak, and it's so easy to take your eyes off that cross and look in the mirror every day and look at yourself and worry about me, me, me. And that's a struggle with me every day, every day. 
to be a father, to be a husband, uh, I own a small business and having employees, there's a lot of pressure, and, and I need God. So my day begins, as soon as my truck pulls onto Giltner Road, it starts in prayer. It, sometimes it's a two-minute prayer, sometimes it's all the way to work, but I've got to have God in my life or I, I wouldn't make it. So why do I feel called to be a pastor elder? Uh, I love to serve, whether it's after I get off here going in the back and working with the kids' ministry or holding the door open or making coffee or serving communion. I, I do love to serve. Uh, I've also had the privilege of, of being a deacon at another church previously and kind of bring that experience. And then lastly, um, what, scripture, what scripture is the calling of an elder? I go to 1 Timothy 3 and it says, This saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to be an overseer, he desires a noble work. An overseer, therefore, must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, self-controlled, sensible, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not an excessive drinker, not a bully, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not greedy. He must manage his own household competently and have his children under control with all dignity. If anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of God's church? He must not be a new covenant or he might become conceited and incur the same condemnation as the devil. Furthermore, he must, be, he must have a good reputation among outsiders so that he does not fall into disgrace and the devil. And the mic just went off. Uh, so that's my prayer. I, I hope I live up to that. Like I said, it's a daily struggle. But that's my story.